This meeting is being recorded. inspired by your life you haven't created one worthy enough to light you up and that my friends is always on you i'm steve callahan and welcome to one life living episode 88 and i want to share a little bit of a personal journey you know i was blessed to have a great conversation with someone last night that i met for the first time and as we got to discuss and just some some life things for us the one thing that came to my mind was don't stop believing in what you can do in what life has to offer as a gift don't stop believing thank you steve perry and journey for bringing us in today see it's not what happens to you it's how you react to it that matters as most of you know a few years ago i almost died of a heart attack at the age of 47 i could have spent the rest of my life feeling sore for myself or getting people to pity me uh, I mean, most people are caring. And if I, you know, centered my near-death experience in every conversation I've had since, I'm sure I'd find someone to feel sorry for me every single time. Our biggest addiction in life is the attraction to our problems. Our biggest addiction in life is our attraction to our problems. But I have chosen not to do that. Instead, I coach people. I uplift them. I nudge them. I encourage them to live full, happy lives. Full and happy. Lives where when they draw their final breath, when they take their final breath, like I almost did a few years ago, they know that they have lived a life without regrets. Without regrets. What was happening to me was going to be what was happening for me. And that's my mantra. One life, live it. I even created this podcast to guide people that are starting off on their journey to fully appreciating their life. For me, appreciating the very essence of life has been a journey. The very essence has been a journey. Before my heart attack, I worked 24-7. 
in the office at eight, leave at eight. I was one of those people that was in the office before everyone else and the last one to leave. I scouted and coached for hockey teams. I didn't have a second to myself. In my mind, I was living, but the reality was that I wasn't. I was dying. I was barely surviving. On the evening of my heart attack, I just finished coaching a hockey game where my team had been defeated. I was angry at the rink and alone. I was clenched. Today, something like that wouldn't be such a big deal. The journey of self-improvement hasn't been an easy one. I'm not going to lie to you and say that it is. I've had times where I've had self-doubt. Moments where I berated myself for not working as much as before. I have difficulty resting. And just recently went on a holiday. And, you know, weeks before that trip, I had a lot of anxiety. I didn't think I deserved a break. When my stellar performance at work was just a 10 out of 10. But I couldn't let myself relax. I work in real estate, amongst other things. And I should have felt that I was entitled to a well-deserved break after all. So there's times I struggle. The mere cup of shaving can cause me to kind of stay in all day. Living in a life of uh, a daily aspirin, a cholesterol pill, a uh, blood thinner can allow for some different things that we used to joke about. Maybe put a little piece of tissue there has now prevented me from even being able to be social at times. They're the daily little struggles, but they're also the daily little blessings that have made me appreciate life that much more. One thing I started to do, as many of you know, after having my heart attack is to train regularly. I began to take care of the only place I get to live, this body. I took up Muay Thai, perhaps the greatest, one of the greatest decisions I've ever made. It's a popular Thai boxing sport and I've excelled at it. It's been good. It can be intimidating to be the oldest male in the gym, second oldest. <laughs> I dream of going to Thailand one day uh, to see the athletes perform. I play hockey three times a week and I started a personal training business as well around boxing fitness before it was an effort to train. It really was, especially on a daily basis. Now I needed to feel healthy, happy and relaxed. I could spend hours in the gym right now. I love it. And the community, the inspiration, the focus, it's second to none. I'm following my advice about life, my one life, and I'm living it. And I hope I still plan to visit Thailand one day. As you've guessed, I'm on this self-improvement journey uh, myself, and I may not have all the answers uh, yet. One thing I'd like to do is take you on this journey with me. And that's what this podcast continues to be all about. When I was laying in that hospital bed that morning after my heart surgery, a thousand thoughts ran through my head. I wondered what if I hadn't had the chance to see my then 17-year-old son, Brendan, grow up. That's scary. I didn't know if my chest was going to be ripped open. 
my mother was the last visual I had as the doors kind of swung closed as I was going to my uh, surgery. What if I hadn't been able to live to see wonderful stepkids, Austin and Kirsten, build their lives? What if? What if I didn't have the opportunity to see my wonderful parents grow older or even have one more Sunday supper? What if I didn't have my best friend, Chloe, again? I mean, after all, that night, I promised her I'd be home in a couple of hours. It turned out to be days. And I'm sure I was probably wondering, laying in the hospital bed, um, did I let her down? Was she waiting, looking out the window? All these questions filled my mind. I was lucky that God, in her infinite wisdom, spared my life that night. So I'm going to make the best of every moment. I have left, and so should you. I think we have a great opportunity. I think we need to never, ever stop believing. Never. One life living. Yeah.